Welcome to Fuck Your Disorder. My name is Amanda Hess. I am a certified life coach. And when I decided to ditch my disorder and love myself instead, I finally started enjoying my life. It turns out love fixes a lot more problems than hate. You can't hate yourself better because the truth is you are already perfect. Hello, and welcome to episode number 13. Today, we are going to be talking about woman guilt. So what I've noticed in my coaching calls this past week is that guilt is a theme. Guilt guilt is something that all of us experience. But I specifically find that for women, we experience it a lot. Um, In all honesty, I would say on a daily basis, if not an hourly basis. And it's worth addressing. Because if you think about what do we feel guilty about, we kind of feel guilty about everything. We feel guilty about how we are as a woman. We feel guilty about what kind of mother we are. We feel guilty about how much food we ate. We feel guilty about the kind of food we ate. We feel guilty about not drinking enough water. We feel guilty about the way we dress. We feel guilty about the way we speak. We feel guilty about the amount of money we have or we do not have. We feel guilty about our emotional experience. We feel guilty because we cried. And the list goes on and on, right? And then what I also find is there's the in advance guilt. And what that guilt looks like is I can't take time for me because it takes from someone else. And typically that looks like it takes from our kids. It comes from our partner. It comes from our parents. It comes from our friends. It comes from our house. It comes from our pet. It comes from our job. The list goes on. I can't take time for me, spend money on me, spend time on me, um, prioritize me because that means that I am taking from somebody else and that's selfish. But What I would really like to offer here, if you are resonating with this message, which I can't imagine you don't, because it's something that I even notice comes up for myself, even though I have become become quite practiced at taking time and space for myself. What I see is that what woman guilt really is, is I'm sorry for being me. I'm sorry that I exist, and I'm sorry that I have needs. I'm sorry that I take up space on the earth. I'm so sorry that I made myself matter today. And if you're listening to this right now, can you see, I want to know, can you see how ludicrous this is? Can you see how damaging this is? Can you see how this is the problem? Because I do. What I have been really working on in the beta version of my group program this week is we were talking about, first of all, tending to the relationship that you have with yourself. And second of all, prioritizing your emotional resilience. Okay. 
So what is emotional resilience? Emotional resilience is having the capacity to experience all of the emotions that you are going to experience as a human being on this earth. And in order to have emotional resilience, there's a couple of things that need to be addressed. The first thing is we need to be looking at our nervous system, specifically our sympathetic nervous system, because our sympathetic nervous system is what fight, flight, freeze, or fawn is made of. Okay. So our sympathetic nervous system is what puts us into a stress response or puts us into a trauma response when we're confronted with danger. All right. And it really serves us when we're in danger. Like if you're in a back alley and you see somebody coming out with a knife or coming out with a gun, you want your body to react without your permission. You want it to move right? In that experience, you want to either fight if you have to fight or you want to run if you have to run. The problem is that it's very rare in our day-to-day life that we are confronted with life or death situations, with dangerous situations, right? Ones where we're actually in harm's way. Typically, what we're doing in our day-to-day life is we're just experiencing both the positive and negative aspects of being a human, which is completely normal. But our brain doesn't really know how to differentiate from this means your life's in danger versus, oh my gosh, this is something that just kind of scares you, but you're fine. It really just doesn't know the difference. So when we go into fight, flight, freeze, or fawn, sometimes the reason why we're moving into that reaction has nothing to do with how scary the situation is that we're in, but has more to do with how we're feeling that day as we're presented with the stimulus that's put in front of us. Okay. So one thing that we can do is we can start regulating our nervous system. And what I mean by that is we're desensitizing that sympathetic nervous system. We're making it less sensitive. If you think of it as being something that gets tripped, we want to make that tripping less sensitive. We want that trigger to not be as quick to go off. Okay. So while I'm teaching this to my clients, I'm letting them know that the number one thing that you need to know, the number one thing you have to believe, that you have to work on your belief for, is to believe that you deserve time, space, and attention. That this is actually your human right, that this is something that now needs to become your priority. So if you're listening to this podcast or you're one of my clients, What I know is that you're having results in your life right now that aren't what you want them to be. So chances are you're struggling with your self-confidence. You are having a hard time coping with the negative relation, negative, sorry, not with the negative relationships, although certainly could be that, but with the negative emotions that you're experiencing. You are not experiencing the life that you want to be having. You find yourself in emotional distress more than you want to be in emotional distress. 
you find that it seems like you experience way more negative emotion than you do positive emotion. And so you see this imbalance and you want to solve for it. And for many of us, we have done a lot of different things action-wise. We have gone to therapy. We have taken medication. We have enrolled ourselves in certain groups, in certain classes, but we haven't gotten the result. And what I will tell you is that the first step to being able to heal this and to start finding this emotional resiliency is to start prioritizing you. But that's a double-edged sword in our society because it's not something that is really honored. It's something that people talk about. We hear a lot of experts talking about self-care. We hear, we read a lot of books. We listen to a lot of podcasts, right? We've probably gone to, maybe you've gone to TEDx talks. Maybe you've, you know, actually enrolled in a retreat and you get it for a little while all this positive energy, all the things they're talking about. And you're like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's amazing. But then when you go into the real world and you go back and you step back into your life where you have your day-to-day shit that you have to get done, what happens is, is that you're confronted with the truth, which is that you feel guilty prioritizing yourself. Okay? When we feel guilt, It is a very difficult emotion to hold. So what I mean by that is that if you are not constantly regulating your nervous system and making that a part of the fabric of who and how you are, and if you haven't learned the skill of allowing and processing emotion, then you need to get rid of that guilt. Because the feeling of guilt feels so uncomfortable that we don't want to hold on to it because it feels so damn bad. And then what we do is we take action from that place. So oftentimes to assuage, 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 how do you say that word? I don't even know. If you know, you should come on Instagram and you should DM me and tell me how to say that word. Okay. Just come find me and fuck your disorder. But we want to get rid of the guilt. So we either do things that we don't want to do because it'll make other people happy. We don't prioritize ourselves. So we ensure that we go back down to the bottom of the list. We Look for external validation wherever we can get it because we can't do it internally because we don't have the ability to do that in the state that we're in. We suddenly start living our life from a standpoint of other people are now responsible for how I feel. See what I'm saying? Can you see how this comes together? When we feel guilty, And we don't know how to take care of that guilt. And we don't take ownership for that guilt. We will hand it off to other people who are not good at handling our guilt. Okay? Because they're thinking about them. They're not thinking about you. Because we all think about ourselves all of the time. Even in feeling guilty for not 
being constantly available to your children, for not making dinner every night for your husband, for not weighing a certain amount, for not eating a healthy diet, for not being a good example for your you know, family. The truth of the matter is the heart of that has nothing to do with them and everything to do with you. Said with so much fucking love, okay? Been there, done that, experienced that, and that's why we're talking about it, all right? The truth is we farm that out to other people. And then what happens is they aren't consistent about how they handle it. And so then our emotional experience becomes a roller coaster that we don't want to be on, that we are not in control of. Thinking of, Think about the participation of being on a roller coaster or the experience of it, right? You're strapped in and that ride's going to take you where that ride's going to take you and it's going to be what it's going to be and you have no control. This is what I don't want for you. I don't want this for you. What I want for you is to be in control. Okay? So the thing about guilt is that very rarely does it actually create a result that works. I would like to know where in your life you think feeling guilty creates a result that works for you. Where acting from the emotion of guilt creates an experience for you that's good for you. And what I will say is that 99% of the time it won't. It just won't because it's not one of those emotions. Guilt guilt is like best friends with shame, right? They're just in it together. So where shame makes us run and hide, guilt makes us put ourselves on the back burner and do things for other people instead of doing things that we need for us. And it actually creates all of this very hurried hustle type action that makes us feel worse and worse and worse. I think that you probably have had the experience of trying to manipulate your experience to get rid of the guilt and noticing that it never goes away, just never goes away because of how we're handling it. So let's talk about what we can do instead. Okay, let's talk about what we can do instead. So when you're looking at mom guilt, when you're looking at woman guilt, when you're looking at feeling guilty for existing, for being, for taking up space, for being alive, for having needs, for not being perfect, what I want to know is what is the benefit, do you think, of that? Is there one? And really think about that question. What is the benefit? I know that what I hear clients say often is the benefit is that we're a better person. And what I want to know is a better person according to who? A better person according to who? Your dad, your child, your partner, society. And then my other question is who gives a shit? (laughs) I'm sorry. Do you want to be happy? Do you want to live a life that is full of all of the things that you want to be doing in your life, full of the things that you want to create? 
what is the imprint you want to live on, leave on the world? All too often, we're so immersed in the day-to-day, minute-to-minute, hour-to-hour activities of our lives that we forget that we aren't here for a very long time and that the only person that has to actually live inside your head is you. You are the only person that needs to live inside of your own brain. So why wouldn't you decide to make that experience the best experience possible? If you're the only person that has to live it, that has to deal with the results, why not make that the best experience possible? Now, you can keep walking through life feeling guilty. And I won't say that guilt is a bad emotion when we allow it and we process it. But what I will say is that do you think it is more useful to feel guilty or do you think it's more useful to trust yourself? I want you to really sink into thinking about what does it feel like to trust myself? What does trust feel like? You know, Pink just came out with her new album, right? And her new song recently, Trustfall. And I was watching on Instagram. She's been going on. Of course, she's been doing a whole circuit of guest appearances on everybody's shows because she's promoting this album. And she was doing Trustfalls with all of these different hosts. It's hilarious. Um, what is involved in a trust fall? You know, when you trust fall, what you do is you just fall backwards and assume the other person is going to catch you. And to me, that is the cure to guilt is what if you can just trust yourself to do the best you can? What if you just trust yourself in knowing when you need rest, when you need nourishment, when you need to take care of yourself? What if you trusted in the idea that you are supposed to be here exactly as you are right now. And that includes all the things that are good about you and all the things that are bad about you. It's all just included. And you can just trust that that is enough and that you don't need to have guilt driving you. Instead, you can just connect to taking exceptional, exceptional care of you. What I will tell you is that people that are well cared for are amazing because they have the capacity to go out in the world and do hard things, to go out in the world and have hard conversations, to go out in the world and really and truly give a shit about how they are impacting everybody else in a way that isn't, let me try and manipulate this so that I can feel good. I know that might sound a little crazy and might sound a little out there, but what I have really come to see both in myself and in those mentors that I follow is that the more you go all in on you, the better your life gets. But that isn't in spite of the people that are a part of your world. That is for them as well. I want you to consider if you are 
you know, regulated in your nervous system in that you have periods of time and space every day where you feel connected to you, where you feel connected to the earth, where you feel connected to the universe. When you're feeling that just deep connected alignment, what kind of action do you take from that place? What kind of action do you take? Here's been my experience. The action I take from that place, it changes lives, changes my kids' lives, changes my partner's life, changes my clients' lives, changes your life listening to this podcast. The reason why I can show up for all of you is because I show up for me. So one thought that came up from my client today while we were coaching on this that I think is worth sharing and potentially something that you could take on for yourself if this is something you struggle with is that me feeling guilty doesn't mean that I've done anything wrong. What if that is the truth? Come on, imagine it. Me feeling guilty doesn't mean I've done anything wrong. Maybe you made a mistake. Maybe. Even then, what if that doesn't mean you did anything wrong? Just that you made a mistake and then you're just going to keep on going. You feeling guilty is simply due to the things that you're thinking about you the world, and your place within it. I'm going to offer you a life raft here off of Guilty Island, okay? And that life raft is that feeling guilty is optional and doesn't serve me. So I don't need to participate with the guilt and make the guilt the truth about me. The guilt is not the truth about you. The fact that you care about being a good person is actually enough. The way through this is taking exceptional care of you. So listen, this is what I teach in my coaching, right? I was just having this conversation with a couple of women that are in my beta because they were asking me like, how do I create this as being a part of who I am? How do I make this my normal? How do I make this on repeat in my brain? How do I ensure that this is the way I'm thinking all the time? And the way that we do it is through repetition, through questioning, through curiosity, through really thoroughly exploring what you really think and believe, and then purposefully deciding what you're going to think and believe instead. And that is what I do in my coaching program. So what I want you to know is that I am enrolling my very first full-on cohort for my group coaching program. It starts May 1st. You can get on the wait list. So you can go over to my website, www.fuckyourdisorder.com. Go and click on services. Go and click on group coaching. And you can get yourself on my wait list where I will make sure you know all the details, and I can get you enrolled so that you can start this process. This is the best way that I know how to help you. I put this program together because I am obsessed with ensuring that other women 
have the opportunity to have the experience that I've had so that you can start believing in you. Because I promise you, that is the path to happiness, fulfillment, and satisfaction. Okay, my friend, this is what I've got for you today. What I would also love you to do is come on over to Instagram, follow me there, fuck your disorder, and tell me, like, DM me. I want to know what resonates the most from what I shared with you today. Okay, my friend, that's what I got. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Hey, I am so glad that you are here. Are we friends on Instagram? Make sure you come find me at fuck your disorder. And if you love this podcast, can you please do me a favor and leave me a rating and review? Every single one helps this podcast reach more women just like you.